welcome to Let Me Ask My Dad, the podcast where I ask my dad some stuff. I'm your adult child host, Mel. And I'm your dad host, John. So this past week, I've been a super responsible adult because I, like most adults, haven't been to the dentist in like five years. So when I finally went, I had a bunch of fillings that I had to do. And I was curious what your opinion on the dentist is. Okay, so when I was younger, I didn't. I guess when I was a kid, I can't really remember if I didn't like the dentist. I don't. I didn't like getting the Novocaine shot when I was a kid. That was about the biggest thing I remember back then. But as a an adult in my twenties and thirties, I was active duty in the Air Force. So you know, dentist trips were mandatory. You oh. got a thing saying your. You, you would get. We called them rips. You would get a piece of paper that said your dental appointment as it is at this time, you know, on this date. And then you went there. Oh, you didn't didn't go. You didn't schedule it at all. They're just like, this is when your appointment is. You do not get to do anything else. Right. Now, if you had scheduled leave or there was something like that, you could call them up and say, hey, I've got scheduled leave for that time because they don't know that. Mm -hmm. And they would adjust it. But that was about the only or, you know, you're going off on a deployment. Of course, you then they would say, well, you have to come in early. And anytime you went on a deployment, when you had your uh, when you start going through all that processing to go on a deployment, they would, um, you know, one of the things is you had to go to the doctor and you had to go to the dentist to make sure that you didn't need to have any checkups while you were gone because you would be gone for that period of time. So usually for me, it was, I would end up getting, they're like, oh no, you have to get a dental appointment. And they would get you that quick turn dental appointment. You'd be in there the next day. Uh, And then they'd find something and they'd be like, okay, we're going to give you a crown or some kind of crap like that before you go. Uh, So it was, you know, it was a mandatory thing. If you didn't go, if you were a no-show, then your boss got a letter saying, hey, you didn't go to the dentist. Did not show up. Yeah. Your supervisor would say you would get a thing that said you didn't go to the dentist. And I mean, that's a mandatory, it's a mandatory formation going to the dentist. That's interesting. So I just got used to going to the dentist all the time. But now that I'm retired, I... You know, I have to set my own appointments and setting your own appointments when you haven't had to haven't had to do that for most of your life is uh, is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, because you were you were a child and then you were an adult for a couple of years and then you were in the military for 21 years. Yeah. And pretty much for that period between when I was, you know, under the the care of my uh, my parents and when I joined the Air Force, it was only. A few years, and I don't think I went to the dentist during you know those couple of years in between. Yeah, I mean it's not that I have I had bad teeth. Now that I get older, now that I'm older, of course, uh, there's you know there's been issues with you know the 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 fillings that I got when I was eight and nine years old. You know when you when you get in into your fifties, those aren't any good anymore. They're falling out and they're that is literally what happened to me so so fillings depending on how they're done and whether or not you end up getting other cavities on those same teeth they can last from like i think the average is like 10 to 20 years for those depending on the type of fillings so i think i had like seven or eight uh cavities filled through two appointments and more than half of them were replacing previous fillings or another cavity on that same tooth (laughs) Yeah, I had a few that were uh, replaced. As my as my dentist refers to them as the silver bullets. Uh, he I got rid of my them. last silver one. Uh, yeah, uh, last week. He, <laughs> he replaces them with ones that look like your teeth. Um, but a lot of them were, you know, they were they were old teeth, and they, you know, they All got of some your teeth are old teeth. 
Well, yeah. And they got <laughs> some decay underneath the same them. age, I would say. <laughs> and, and it, you know, at my age, I'm starting to get, you know, cracks in my teeth. So most of them, you know, a good chunk of them were replaced with crowns. So I have a significant number of crowns in my mouth. So, but there are no silver bullets. So everything in my mouth looks like normal teeth, except for the one gold crown that the Air Force gave me, geez, 20 years ago, at least 20 years ago. And those don't ever go bad, I don't think. And, you know, my dentist is like, well, we're not replacing it unless you really want to. And I was like, nope. So I haven't been back to the dentist since COVID because I really, you know, all the crowns that need to be done are done. So there's really no ongoing issues inside my teeth right now, other than, you know, that I guess they should get checked. And every once in a while they send me an email and yeah, I guess I'll go back here soon. Have you ever had any, any traumatic dentist experiences? Um, well, when I had my wisdoms out, um, how old were you when you got your wisdoms out? I was in the Air Force because the Air, the Air Force did it. So I was 18 when were, I got mine. I was probably 20, let's say I was 24 when I went in, had them done in Nebraska, I believe. So it must, I must have been, I was under 30. So it must have been late 20s. Um, but they, um, they hadn't come out through the surface. They were growing sideways. So what they were doing is they're pushing up against my other teeth and crowding them all together. So they said, yeah, you need to get these cut out. So they had to put me under and they cut them out. And I just had a, was that me? No, that was, was that me. a cow? Do you have a cow? <laughs> no, that is someone with a very large engine driving by. Oh, oh okay. It sounded like a cow mooing. Okay, but back to my teeth. Um, so they cut them out and, you know, I think I got dry socket on it. It's kind of hard to remember, but I did have a reaction to... Um, the painkillers they gave me afterwards because I don't do well with um, synthetic coatings. Um, they make me, um, they nauseate me and make me like, I'm, I'm just not good with opiates in yeah. general. Um, so I had some problems with the, the pain medication. I would that, argue not really being good with thing. opiates is a good thing because it means you're not yeah. going to get an opiate addiction. I am also yeah, I, not I, good with opiates. Every time Every time a doctor tries to prescribe it to me, I'm like, you're going to have to give me no, multiple nausea medications because I'm not going to handle it well. I, I do have a fun um, uh, a wisdom teeth opiate story. Uh, it, it, it wasn't me, but um, when I was in California, I had a young second lieutenant and uh, she was, you know, she, of course, she was pretty new to the Air Force. She didn't have any family in town and she really didn't know a whole lot of people yet. And she was getting her wisdoms taken out. Taken out. So uh, I, uh, I said, well, I'll, you know, I'll take care of you. I'll get you there. I'll get you back home. I'll get the instructions and everything, explain it to you and, you know, and get that whole thing. Because when, when you wake up from that, you're all doped up, you know, like mm -hmm. most procedures. So you have to have someone who's ground control, uh, who's getting all that information from the doctor and then able to brief you later. So, so I did that for her. And, and so, so I got her home and, uh, I left the, you know, I explained the instructions to her, but she's still pretty doped up. And I, I left the instructions for her on the kitchen table and she went off to bed and, and then I left. And then I, I called her up and she, checked on her later and I told her that the instructions were were on the table and she's like oh yeah I'm good now I got the instructions okay she she didn't completely understand the instructions for the opiates that they gave her mm -hmm. because it said you know it could say it says uh take up to four, uh 
take two or whatever up to four hours or with every four every hours, four hours so, as needed for pain as needed for pain. What she took that was like, like it was a, an antibiotic and that she had to take them every four hours. Oh no. So what ended up and it happened is she took them every four hours till she ran out. Uh-huh. And then when she ran out, she went into opiate withdrawal huh. and she got very, very sick. Oh yeah. <laughs> she bet. was puking and she, you know, it, it was a mess. And, and so she was talking, she said, yeah, I'm, I'm so sick. And she, I said, well, you might be having a reaction to the opiates. And she goes, well, I'm all out of them. And I go, how could you be out of them? It's only been a few days. And she goes, well, you take them every four hours, they're gone. And I was like, oh no, you can't take them two every four hours until you run out. You so then we start calling her a junkie after that. She's like, I'm not a junkie. So, <laughs> so that was that was fun. But yeah, I guess it is good that you you, you know, for someone who I have a real hard time with opiates. So yeah. I just you know, if it's absolutely necessary, then then I'll take them. Like, you know, when I had hernia surgery, there was you know, you have no choice for the first few days. You have to take something because it's just yeah, horrible. With, yeah, opiates and steroids I do not do well with. So like uh you you were there when I had my top surgery, they gave me mm-hmm. um Oh, I don't even remember what they gave me, but I know it was an opiate, but they gave me an opiate, yeah, it was an opiate. and a muscle relaxer. So I took the opiate for the first couple of days and then I started taking the muscle relaxer afterward. And they also gave me like two types of nausea medication. So I ended up being okay. Yeah, you you uh, you didn't take a whole lot of your pain pills and I you didn't. didn't really complain about pain. You yeah, said, I didn't I didn't pain. have a lot. Thankfully, thankfully, it was it was I was very uh, I was mostly just annoyed that I couldn't move my arms and that I had yeah. to sleep oh. sitting up. Well, and you pack. were completely, I mean, when, when we put you up to take you home, you were pretty much lucid. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> like, yeah, and, and you never complained. You were like, oh yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to sleep a little bit today while you guys run off to, I don't know if that was a day we went to, went, I don't know if we went to Tacoma or whatever. And yeah, I think you guys ended something. up going to Seattle that day. I don't remember okay. exactly, but like, I don't know, the next, but it was the like, next morning. I'm like, I'm bored. I want to go to breakfast with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. The next morning you went to breakfast with us. So, <laughs> and actually I yeah. think later that night I went out and met up with some work friends after they got off work. Cause I'm like, I'm so bored of being in my apartment. Can I please come hang out with you guys? Yeah. Cause we, we leave, we left a, I think we were only there for a couple of days after you. Yeah. I think you left uh, like three days after I got out of surgery. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, but, I yeah, know. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. If you don't I, have to take the opiates, then don't. Yeah, 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 that was that was my preference. When I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I was eighteen, so you weren't there. You were living in Vegas at that point, I think, and I was still living in Alaska. I don't remember a ton after I got my wisdom teeth taken out, but I'm about seventy percent sure that I called you on the phone and talked to you because I think my mom told me that I called you on the phone. Do you remember that at all? No, I, I, no, I don't remember. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, because I think it was one of those things where I made her film me afterwards because I'm like, this is probably going to be funny. And it was pretty funny, me being all doped up. And I kept trying to talk, but I didn't realize they had cotton, like cotton balls still in my mouth. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And then like we like I, I was super duper out of it. I remember like coming back into it a little bit when we were leaving the pharmacy to get my my medication and the mom was like yeah you've had full-on conversations with me you called your dad at one point yeah <laughs> yeah there there's a um i've had a couple of uh surgeries where you're awake but they give you that stuff they call twilight sleep uh, i don't know what it is that freaks me out i don't want but to but you're do that. like you're awake but you're an idiot yeah and 
And so I had one surgery. I'm not going to tell you what it is because, well, you, you probably know what it is, but I'm not going to tell other people because it's, uh, they don't want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, but I was, I was looking at the anesthesiologist and I could see his equipment around him. And I remember talking to the anesthesiologist and saying, man, you got really cool stuff here. Do you get to take that home on the weekends? <laughs> and, and then I had a, I had a ganglion cyst. It's in your wrist. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they cut it out and, and they also did uh, uh, carpal tunnel while they were in there, even though I wasn't having a problem with it. Um, but I had that twilight sleep and I'm wide awake. And the surgeon was a jokester to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they do is they what they do is they numb out just your arm, but they have to find the right nerve to hit with that stuff. So they poke these they they kind of numb you in your shoulder a little bit. And then they poke these things in your shoulder that are hooked up to like no shit, a nine volt battery. <laughs> I, I saw it. And they poke it around in there and they can tell when they hit the right nerve because your hand just starts opening and closing real fast, you know, like real freakish. So then he does that. My hand starts doing that. And he's like, hey, he looks at me. He goes, hey, check that out. Because he knows that, you know, I'm high as a kite. Yeah. And it's cool even for sober people. So so I look down at it and I'm like, holy shit, that's so cool. Because you can't feel, I couldn't feel it. Uh And he goes, you want me to do it again? I was like, yeah, do it again. So then he did it again. (laughs) And we're all laughing. Everyone's having a good time. And And then the anesthesiologist hit the the nerve you know put the stuff in you know squirts the stuff in there and hits the nerve block and then they go you know cutting on you and uh but then they blocked it so i couldn't see what they were doing because that would freak that's you probably, out probably a bad yeah. I- that's probably a bad idea to watch your wrist opened up so yeah like my uh my surgeon he he uh was on social media and he would get consent from people to record surgeries and stuff and I'm like, okay, well, he might record the surgery. And I was debating whether or not I wanted to check his social media later to see if I could watch my own surgery. But I'm like, nah, that'll gross me out. I'm not going to bother checking. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, uh, another weird thing with, with opiates and me, when you know they give me opiates for surgery, um, I have this, whenever I'm on it, I have this huge craving for steak and chocolate. Mm. And I don't know why. There's something about opiates make me, I just... It's like all I want is steak and chocolate, which was kind of a drag when they did my wrist because I I couldn't cut a steak, so I had to like go places with my friends and have them cut my steak for me, <laughs> or just order fajitas because I, I had yeah it was, well yeah that's true I could have because I only had one hand yeah I could use so <laughs> have do you know any of the dentist horror stories from uh, me and Alex as a kid? I don't no. know if you ever heard any of ours so. We used to go to this uh, this dentist in Anchorage. I don't remember where it was, but I remember it was right next to a cold stone, which was both cool and terrible because sometimes you'd have the good dentist appointments where you were allowed to get ice cream afterwards, and other times you'd have the bad dentist appointments where you weren't allowed to do anything afterwards. Right, yeah. So to make it easier, mom would always schedule our dentist appointments at the same time, so they'd be doing work on both of us at the same time. And... The event that caused us to stop going to this dentist, I think I would have been around 9 or 10 at the time. So Alex would have been like 10, 11, 12-ish. He was getting sealants in one room. I was getting cavities filled in the other room. They sealed two of his teeth together accidentally. Jeez. Meanwhile, they had a very small uh, cavity to fill on me. So they just put topical numbing in there. They didn't put the Novocaine in there. And they didn't ask mom about this first. So they gave a child a filling with no Novocaine. 
Holy cow. That's why I hate going to the dentist because oh, I geez. had that terrible experience when I was a kid. And then we started going to a good new dentist, which I absolutely loved. And they gave us the option. They're like, hey, do you want us to do, since you had uh, bad experiences and lots of people don't enjoy going to the dentist, um, do you want us to give you laughing gas while we're doing these fillings? I'm like, yeah, sure, that works. Um, and with me, for for most uh, medications, like even Novocaine, I have to get uh, uh, larger than the than the average amount put in just because it takes a while for my body to process it and for it to actually get numb. So I don't know if they gave me too much laughing gas or if I just had a negative reaction to it. But halfway through, I ended up throwing up. But thankfully, I was high in laughing gas, so I didn't care that I threw up. But I haven't taken laughing gas since. I've, I've never had laughing gas. Now, I do have the same issue that you do where it takes it takes longer than a normal uh, person time for my Novocaine to set in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my my dentist that I have now uh, understands that. So they, you know, they give me a little bit more time. Uh, but, you know, when I was in the Air Force, it's like they're always in a hurry. Yeah. So they would come in and I'd be like, no, I'm not numbed up yet. So they'd hit me with more. Yeah. Yeah, and, they would just give you a bunch and then you'd end up being numb for the whole rest of the day. Yeah, for the rest of the day, <laughs> you know, there, you know, everything's falling out of the side of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Or like everything would get numb. I'd get numb all the way up to my eye socket, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I've never had, I've never had that experience where the, the, um, they didn't give me enough Novocaine and I felt the, um, felt the, the pain on the filling. When I, when I was getting my, um. Uh, wisdom teeth out. Wisdom teeth out. I did wake up during it um, a little bit, just partially woke up during it, and um, I think I moved or made a noise because I could feel the pressure, but I couldn't feel any pain. I could just feel the pressure in there, mm -hmm. and I, I just vaguely remember waking up a little bit. I didn't open up my eyes, uh, and I remember making a noise, and I remember the nurse or the, the assistant or whatever they are in, in, a, in a dentist, um, put um, her hand on my chest and said, are you okay? And I was like, uh-huh. And then um, I just felt her hand on my chest the entire time mm -hmm. until I fully woke up and mm -hmm. her hand wasn't there. <laughs> so just her, her putting her hand on my chest just stuck there. She was probably there for a couple of seconds, but I felt it the entire time that I was, you know, partially awake and when I woke up, and it's kind of, kind of bizarre. And what they are you did talking about? That dental assistant has been dead for fifty for years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a ghost hand. <laughs> I don't have a dental assistant. You're not talking about Angie, you are you? You still have your wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they did hit a nerve when I was in there, so I was numbed out on, on one part of my lip for like a year or so. Wow. Uh, but it event they said it may not ever come back, mm -hmm. but it came back. But it was for a year. There's a part on my lip. There's a little spot on my lip that was numb, just on the top of my lip, not like not not like Novocaine where the whole part of your mouth is done. It was just a little spot on my lip that was numb, and um, some teeth back there um, were numb. I couldn't feel the full pressure of things on there, so I had to be real careful that I didn't do really dumb things like chew on bottle caps or things like that. Yeah, which, yeah, just stop pretending to past. be a goat. <laughs> Which I did do in the past and chipped a tooth, so that's... You actually did that once? Was it to impress someone? Uh, no, I don't know why I was doing it. I was just bending over bottle caps with my... I was probably drunk. I don't know. Yeah, and, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, I, I can't imagine <laughs> i do something like that sober. Uh, and I chipped a tooth, which is now where the gold crown is. So I have, I have never uh, chipped a tooth, although I do have reoccurring teeth dreams. 
where that's how that's how I've been able to at this point whenever I'm having I don't lucid dream very often but the only time I recognize I'm in a dream is if my teeth start falling out or if my teeth start cracking because I'm like wait a minute this is something that my dream brain does this doesn't happen in real life my teeth just have fillings in real life you know I don't think I've ever had a tooth falling out dream I have them all the time we we need to do one of these on dreams because I have some messed up dreams yeah teeth dreams are my are my reoccurring one which i think is a it's a common thing for a lot of people so my teeth dreams i can either feel a tooth cracking and like it's about to come out or i feel something in my mouth and then i go to spit and then just like little bits of tooth come out and it's just a reoccurring thing that happens in dreams like i get one at least once a week really i've heard that about people having dreams where their teeth fall out but i've never had that one yeah, but. it's I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's not my favorite yeah. type of dream, but I'm glad that I've been able to recognize it at this point. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into that hole because we could do a whole podcast on just dreams. <laughs> yeah. So I should be careful about that, about, you know. Yeah. One thing. Well, thing. back to back to dentistry. I don't know if this is something I don't remember as a kid or something that's just changed as an adult. But when you get feelings now, do they have to correct your bite? Correct my bite? Yeah. So no, they do that. They, well, they do that thing where they put the stuff that the the carbon paper in your mouth and have yeah. you tap tap tap, yeah. grind grind grind, tap tap tap. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember them doing that when I was a kid. So I that don't remember must them be doing like that. I think it's a I I'm, think it's a modern dentistry thing. So I don't remember been, it as a kid either. And I had like nine fillings as a kid. They were doing it when I was in the Air Force. So they were doing it probably. They were probably doing it twenty years ago. But that was the first I'd ever really experience that and especially when i get a crown uh when i get a crown they do a lot of that just to make sure that the the fit is correct and they were there and they're they grind and grind and grind and then go in and tap 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 grind 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 then they grind some more yeah i have a follow-up appointment uh in a week i think to make sure that everything is uh is uh correct because it's hard to be able to bite correctly when your mouth is numb Especially with this last appointment, because three quarters of my mouth was numb. Oh, jeez. But yeah, I think I think it's also a thing as as an adult, my my mouth is more sensitive too. So I like I just have a little bit more sensitivity on those for a few days while my my nerves and stuff are healing from having a dental procedure. Well, I have some bad news for you about your your molar genetics. Um, you are probably going to need. Um, multiple crowns when you get older because your your molars are probably going to crack uh, yeah. because almost all of mine have cracked. I have a few in there that are natural that don't have crowns in them, but most of them have cracked on the molars and they just replace them with a crown. And your mom's mother has had multiple um, uh, root canals. I, I'm, I was very surprised. I'm surprised every time I go into the dentist and they're like, oh, you just need fillings. Because I'm like, no, there's you've got to give me a root canal. I'm, I'm just waiting for it to happen. Because I'm pretty sure at this point, every single one of my molars has at least one filling in it, if not multiple. Yeah, yeah. Well, all mine do. Uh, but, you know, if they if they if they say, hey, we really need to get the get a crown on this. Um, make sure you get good dental insurance. Do you have good dental insurance? I do. Because that I've okay. got good dental insurance. That's why I've had multiple right. dentist appointments within the last right. three months. So when they tell you you need to get a crown, get the crown. Yeah. Because if you let it go, that's when you end up with the root canal. So then you end up with a root canal and a crown anyway. Yeah. So just pay for the crown now. Save the <laughs> save the root canal. 
because root canals, I haven't done one, but I don't, I've never heard anyone say, yeah, my root canal was awesome. Yeah. I've heard people who are happy that they got a root canal done because it meant that their mouth felt better. But yeah, I think that's yeah. the extent of it. And you don't want to end up like Gigi. I mean, she has like <laughs> four teeth left in her mouth. Gigi's a dog and she's also deaf. <laughs> yeah. She's Just in deaf. case anyone yeah. doesn't know, Gigi's this very small old deaf she, dog. Yeah. She had a lot of teeth removed. Yeah, what is ago. it with you guys and uh, and getting dogs that end up having uh, end up having maybe maybe not abnormal health issues, but you have you have Gigi who is losing her teeth, which I think is pretty common in Chihuahuas. Well, when they get when they get deaf. old, yeah, when yeah when they yeah, get old, yeah, but Nacho and... only had one eye. <laughs> well, yeah, and from what I hear, that's not too uncommon either to have mm-hmm. that because he had uh, like a buildup of pressure in the one eye. Yeah, I remember so going to, to that vet appointment. <laughs> Oh, you went that, to that one? Okay. Yeah, that was when I was still there. I, I was there and I went to that vet appointment and then he came home with his little, uh, his, when he, when they did the, uh, surgery, he came home with blue stitches that looked like he was winking with blue eyelashes. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. very cute. And then I, I had to, I went on a deployment right after that, didn't I? Um, a, that was when a, you went to Cuba, I think. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cause that was when I was living there. You went to Cuba. Yeah. Cause that was just, I mean, that happened just like a few days before I left. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So I didn't get to go through the whole healing thing. But yeah, you know, dogs, when they get older, I mean, well, one thing, we never took Gigi in to get her teeth cleaned. And, you know, of course, there's no possible way we could clean Gigi's teeth. Yeah. She's just not cooperative in any way with anything. Um, But yeah, I mean, here too. So we need to get her what, six teeth or whatever she has now cleaned again soon. But, you know, and and then, you know, she went deaf. But uh, or she Daisy just started ignoring too. you. It might be. It might be. Well, that's that she's what I just thought. Ignoring you. Well, that's what I thought. But no, she's definitely deaf because you can sneak <laughs> up on her. Yeah, you can make all kinds of noise and sneak up on her. So she's deaf. And, you know, and that may have had something to do with the teeth, too. I mean, if she had teeth Maybe. infections in there, I mean, that could have taken her hearing as well. But other than that, I mean, she's she's good and healthy. And we had some sort of mass thing taken out of her, but it was non-cancerous. So uh, but, you know, other than that, I mean, she's old as hell and she, you know. <laughs> She's, she's an old little, chihuahua. She's gonna have right. health issues. She's she's. I mean, her her bones are a little creaky, but I I, I give her special treats for uh, to uh, to keep her joints from hurting too much. And and actually, have been working quite quite a bit. She gets around a whole lot better now. So, but yeah, she's she's just an old dog. I mean, that's what happens with old dogs. Yeah, so. what we have one with old, old dog and too. we have one young dog. <laughs> I have a I have one young dog who has a ton of energy, and I take him to a. His name's Magnus. I take him to daycare usually about once a week. Thankfully, the daycare place I take him to also has a grooming salon. So he's been he's not been letting me trim his nails. So when I take him, I'm, be, I'm just like, can you guys trim his nails too? Or brush his teeth? Oh, yeah. And well, when, when we, for me. Whenever we take him to the... In fact, we take Gigi to the vet just to get her nails trimmed. Yeah. We'll get like, we'll get like a shot and say, hey, can you do our nails washers here? Because they only charge like... They charge like next to nothing, like 15... 15 bucks or something to yeah it's 10 bucks at my uh at my um doggy daycare to do it or in fact i don't i don't know what it is but yeah it's 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 not we can't do it because she's totally uncooperative yeah it's worth it not to have your dog running away from you and growling at you right right like it's the point where i took magnus Magnus to the like magnus was fine with it at first he just thought i was playing but then i accidentally he moved while i was trimming one of his nails ended up cutting him and now he's like i do not want anyone to do this but I took him right. into the I took him into daycare yesterday and then I didn't ask them to do anything and then he came home and he was laying down next to me and I'm like, Are your nails shorter? I'm pretty sure they just trimmed his nails. 
Because I oh, noticed geez. they were getting a little bit long. Because I trimmed his front. I got him to calm down enough to trim his front nails. But then I was looking at his back nails because I'm like, okay, I should probably trim these right now while you're sleeping. And then I looked at them. And I'm like, they trimmed your nails. That's very cool of them. <laughs> I need to take. We 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 need. We're trying to socialize Ed more. Because he, I, I just don't think he's been real socialized. Because you know, we got him as a rescue, and well, of course, all of our dogs were. Um, but he, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take him out hiking. But we tried taking to places where there aren't a whole lot of people. It's not that he doesn't like people; he's just so curious. I mean, he wants to go meet everyone, and you know, he wants to go bark at every dog, and you know, and some people, there's some people he just doesn't like. And I don't know, I don't know what that is. Like he has a problem with one of our neighbors, but where he just barks his head off at him. But I don't know. I don't know what the story is. Yeah. But most people he's like, I mean, he'll bark at him, but then he's like super cool with him. If, you know. The thing that Magnus does is he's friendly to a fault. Like he's friendly with everyone. He loves everyone. He loves every dog. The problem is if he's not close enough to meet that person or play with that dog, he starts barking. Barking is that his way of saying, you are so far away from me, I would like to meet you. <laughs> and now, Ed goes out and he, I can hear him talking to other dogs in the backyard. Because you'll hear another dog bark and then he'll go out and go, roop, 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 and then he'll stop. And then the other dog will bark and then he'll do a bark. But then if there's people on the other side, he goes ape shit. Yeah. He does, rah, rah, rah. you know, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, my my recommendation would be uh, most doggy daycares do like a trial day. Like with Magnus, it was like it was a free trial. He can hang out there for up to three hours. If he's not good, we'll call you and say, come pick him up. If he's good, then we can do regular daycare. And they like introduce them slowly to other dogs and see how they react. So if there's something like that in your area. That's what I recommend. Yeah, we got a lot of them. So yeah, I should check into it. Yeah, I just take Magnus. I try to take Magnus once a week. One, because doggy daycare is expensive. And two, because it lets him just get all of his energy out for one day. <laughs> so I, I intentionally plan it around a day that I want to do something later. I'm like, okay, I, I want him to not be constantly licking me while I'm doing this thing later so he can go to doggy daycare today. <laughs> oh, we just have to bring the moms over. Uh-huh. You, know, you, you bring grandmas, the grandmas over, and it's just... You know, they're, they're just up and, you know, all, you know, wanting to hang out around grandma. And blah, blah. So then when they leave, both those dogs are exhausted. <laughs> well, the grandma, the grandmas don't have any, uh, grandma Audrey doesn't have a dog, does she? Do no, she pets? has cats. Ah, uh, she has cats. Yeah. So the grandmas are probably just like, yes, a dog to pet. I will pet this dog. Yeah. Well, that, that's how my mom is. Her, her, her dog died. Like a boy, year ago, just year about and a half year ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more than a year ago. So sometimes she comes, like, she's a couple times she goes, hey, I, I'm going to come over just, just to play with the dogs. <laughs> yeah. You know, to her playing with the dogs is they come over by her and she pets them. Yeah, she sits uh, there and she pets the dogs. Right. But they're alert the entire time they're over. Mm -hmm. So it's there's no naps. They're not yeah. taking naps. So then it, so at the end of the day, because they like to take naps, a lot of naps during the day. So Yeah, I've I've had Magnus for like seven months now, I think. And at first he wasn't napping a ton. But now he's lived with me long enough that he's learned how to be lazy. So he naps way more now, which I'm into, but probably isn't super healthy because I should probably right. be exercising with him. In fact, after yeah. this, I'm going to go on a hike with him because my doctor told me I need to be more active. 
Well, there you go. Yeah. So my doctor, uh, this is totally not related to dentistry at all, but uh, but I, I was talking to my doctor and he was like, uh, I was doing uh, a new patient check in and everything and my, my wellness check. And he's like, okay, well, what's your, uh, what's your average exercise? And I'm like, well, I take my dog for walks every day, um, probably around like 45 minutes to an hour worth of walks every day. And he's like, well, walking is an exercise unless you're over 65. <laughs> Which I thought was the funniest okay. thing to have a doctor tell me. <laughs> He's like, you still have a few years to go before I will consider walking exercise for you. Yeah, I, we need to get back to going to the gym and stuff. Yeah, I hate but. gyms. I hate them so much. I have no, like the only gym that I consistently went to, because I, I tried going to gym with other people. And I'm like, the other people I was working at with, I found annoying to work out with. And then I tried going to the gym by myself, which only worked because the gym I went to also had a uh, had massage chairs. So I would go to the gym and exercise for a little while, then I'd go sit in the massage chair. Which Sounds was, like Planet Fitness, because that's where it we're was going. Planet Fitness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you pay five extra bucks a month, and then you can go in and get in the massage chair or the massage bed right afterwards. I'm like, yeah, that's worth it. But I yeah, don't like that works for me. I don't like actually actually doing it. So I want to do more stuff. So I'm gonna try to get into hiking more, and then. My ideal scenario would be for like cardiovascular fitness to do like dance and stuff like that. Can't do that because of COVID. I can't go to public dances or, or anything. And also I live on a third floor apartment, so I can't really dance in my apartment without annoying my neighbors. But I think my downstairs neighbor is moving out right now. So I might be able to do that for a little while. But you can take the stairs and never use the elevator. The elevator has been broken for three days in my apartment and I'm so mad about it. <laughs> well, see, there's your cardiovascular. You do the stairs. Well, we really we always, got off dentistry, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Well, I always go down the stairs outside to take Magnus out, and then we've been taking the the stairs up uh, on the inside in order to get back to the apartment because the elevators are down. And Magnus, there are two doors we can go in, so one of the doors, we have to go up four flights of stairs. The other door, we only have to go up three. Magnus will not go in the door that has three flights of stairs, and I'm so mad at him for it because I'm like, I'm too lazy for this Magnus. <laughs> I just want to take the elevator, but it's been broken for three days because my apartment complex is old. Well, this is an interesting episode because I don't think I, I don't think I confused anything. Like, yeah, you also didn't reference any books, movies, or other podcasts. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very strange. <laughs> like I didn't. What was the one where I confused zombies and aliens and Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead? Which one? That was. That was the zombie one. The the zombie one. Oh, you were also. The one? Yeah, the vampire and zombie one. We started talking about oh, okay. vampires, then we ended up talking about zombies, and you kept referencing a movie, but you said the name of the movie wrong. So in the show notes, I had to say the correct name of the movie. Oh yeah, I kept confusing <laughs> Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead, and yeah, I got I got all kinds of things wrong. <laughs> that was one I got a lot wrong. Eh, it's okay. It was still funny. <laughs> I, I do listen to them afterwards when they come out, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got that wrong. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I listen to them when I'm editing them. And then occasionally I'll look up to see if you got anything wrong. But most of the time I don't. That one I was like, oh, I'll look up this movie because dad mentioned it. And then I tried looking it up. I'm like, oh, this is a different movie. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be real weird when I listen to it and there's nothing wrong. Because I'm usually like, oh, I got that wrong. <laughs> well, especially if we do a dream episode after this, you're not going to be able to get anything wrong in that, I don't think. Because it's all your own head. Um, yeah, unless I compare it to something. Oh. In the real world. Yeah, Maybe. You can get it wrong. 
Well, I guess that's all the time we have today talking about dentists and other stuff. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, our intro and outro music is Catch Up by Ben Lebowitz. You can find us everywhere at AskDadCast or using the hashtag AskDadCast. And until next time, have a great day. Have a good day. Bye.